This is Marketing Management and Money with a discussion on Return on Investment, or ROI. This is a very common thrown around phrase, but I don't think that uh, businesses are all the time using it correctly. So we are going to take a few minutes and we're going to understand ROI and what it actually means for your business and when to use it and when not to use ROI. So the first thing that we need to understand is what the actual calculation of ROI is. It is return on investment. And so we're looking at the amount of money that is invested versus what we get back from that. And it's typically put into a percentage. And so a lot of times you'll see, uh, for example, if I were to invest $1,000 into my business and I were to get $1,100 back, then, uh, you know, that would be considered a 10% uh, return on investment in, in a very simplistic manner of speaking. But there's a lot more going on than just that uh, that 10%. And so that's that's what we want to we want to look at first off. Uh, I'm going to start with this question of what is a good ROI? As a small business, how much should I expect for uh, a return on investment of the money that I put in? Well, when I am looking at ROI, I like to look at risk versus reward. And I like to start with what I will call the risk-free rate. And this is usually uh, government-type investments. And so if I were to do, uh, you know, like government bonds or CDs or, uh, you know, anything that is insured and backed by the government is going to kind of give us that foundational risk-free rate. In very simplistic terms, the risk-free rate is going to be a low amount. Uh, you know, it could be anywhere from under a percent uh, all the way up to maybe 3%. It will vary quite a bit. I mean, it could go above 3%. It could be 5%, 6%, you know. But but uh, generally speaking, uh, we're going to be somewhere in the ballpark of, you know, 2 to 5% uh, would be what I would consider, uh, you know, kind of a, a threshold for a risk-free rate without getting overly technical of, of where it could be. And so I'm looking at it and I'm saying, all right, if I'm going to invest in a business, then uh, businesses have risk inherent in them. Uh, I clearly want to exceed that risk-free rate. So the uh, next threshold on my risk versus reward scale that I'm going to want to look at is I'm going to want to look at uh, low-risk investments. Uh, I'm talking like mutual fund type investments. Uh, you know, if uh, if I was uh, pegging it to some of the uh, standard indexes, uh, you know, like the S&P 500 in the United States is a very classic type index that uh, generally is going to return somewhere in the ballpark of about 10.5% over an extended period of time. Uh, that's about where that's going to average. And so, you know, your mutual funds, uh, your indexes, if, if I'm looking at getting anywhere from 8 to 12%, uh, I'm considering that to be a low risk investment. And so now, moving on up the scale, if I wanted to uh, get a, a bigger investment, uh, but I'm willing to take on risk, 
then I start moving into just the stock markets. Uh, I'm no longer in uh, mutual funds that kind of are aggregated together to uh, mitigate some of that risk, but I am now just uh, picking stocks. Uh, it requires a little bit more expertise, a little bit more time on looking at the investment. Uh, there's greater risk uh, involved with just picking individual stocks. And so for me personally, I'm now wanting to see investments, uh, you know, returns closer to the 20% plus range. So when I start looking at business investments, small business investments, I think to myself, there are many established investment vehicles out there that are going to have less risk and are going to be easier to manage and to understand than managing a small business. And I can find those in the threshold of 20% and below. Therefore, I'm going to state that for me to get a decent ROI out of doing a small business, I want to see return on investment in excess of 20%. So for every $100 that I put in, I expect to get $120 or more back. And that's kind of a ballpark uh, threshold that, that I like to put in place because it really helps me gauge what I am considering when I'm looking at starting a small business, when I'm looking at uh, managing a small business, uh, you know, and, and, and kind of uh, helping me understand what, what it's worth to me. So when we're looking at ROI, when not to use ROI, oftentimes businesses will use ROI as kind of a go, no-go type of metric. Uh, I don't think that that is the smartest thing to do in your small business because there are many other factors that come into play when you are running or starting a small business. Uh, some of the factors might be that you want to test the market. And so you might be willing to accept a lower uh, return on investment or even no return on investment uh, if, you know, if your goal is to test the market and to get market insight, maybe to help better position your company. Uh, there are also some ethical uh, decisions that need to be made. Not uh, every decision in your business should be based solely on the percentage of increase in dollars that you get. Uh, oftentimes, you should look at it and uh, decide if it is the right thing to do, if it's good for your employees, if it's good for your community. And many times you'll take uh, investments that are going to be uh, subpar on the financial performance, but are going to be wonderful investments in terms of people. And so, you know, th those are... Uh, those are some common scenarios that, that I'll see that uh, I will factor in when I'm looking at return on investment. Now, what about project-based return on investment? So if I'm looking at a project and I'm trying to decide, is this project worth it to me in order to uh, pursue the project? Um, I really do think that a return on investment calculation is a smart calculation to factor into every project that you're going to uh, endeavor. And, you know, looking at it as part of the mix, um, you know, I, uh, I do think that uh, having 
too many projects is uh, uh, is going to increase the risk, and so therefore I better have higher returns if I'm going to have multiple projects. I would recommend focusing on only one or two projects at a time. Um, you know, if you're a small business and you are endeavoring to take on about two projects a year, um, you know, two new projects, expansions, those kinds of things, uh, that that's pretty ambitious. Uh, and so there's nothing wrong with saying no to some of the uh, lower ROI projects because you're trying to focus, be more effective, and you're trying to mitigate your risk. Remember that ROI is a uh, balance of risk versus reward, and you can take on very high risk Uh, ventures in your business, but know that the balance of things is that the higher the risk, the the more reward you have to take uh, in order to compensate for all of that risk. And that's a big mistake that I've seen a lot of businesses do, is that they're going to get caught up in these high-risk medium reward type ventures. Uh, That's a poor way to run your business. If you are in high risk, you need to have high reward. In fact, the better way to go about it is to have low risk or medium risk with high reward. You know, if you've got a a low risk opportunity with a medium reward potential, that's a great uh, endeavor to go after. That's a better endeavor to go after than a high risk, high reward. But a lot of times uh, entrepreneurs are looking at that high reward and thinking, oh, that's the way to go. I'm like, no, a portfolio of projects that are going to, uh, you know, maximize that risk versus reward relationship is really the best way to structure your business. So I hope that you found this discussion helpful, that it gave you a little bit of insight on ROI. And uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us. We are at marketingmanagementmoney.com and you can find all of our trainings on tabletwise.com. Just search marketing management and money. Mm-hmm.